Welcome back to Glow Up Syndrome Season 2. I say Season 2, but this is Episode 11. What I'm doing is kind of segments of 10 episodes just so I can take little stages for improving the podcast in between. And obviously, I have been taking a couple weeks to improve the podcast, to expand your community, to improve even the interlude. Now, I was really hoping that the interlude would be unoriginal, but it seems that my friend who was making the interlude couldn't quite piece it together. And as you've all now heard, we have a new interlude, which is based on royalty-free music. And I am struggling with the change, but I like it, you know? It's a new era for the interlude too, I guess. I want to start this season by talking about the value of taking a step back and seeing the bigger picture. Like we're having our own comeback this season. Glow Up Syndrome is about ourselves growing up and I want to glow up the pod as well. And I do think I did that by taking the step back that I kind of just described previously. As you know, this episode is going to be about entering a new era and the epiphany of change. So before I begin, I want to mention a few things really quick. The first is that we are doing a Glow Up Syndrome giveaway. So this is going to include wellness products, a Glow Up Syndrome tote. So I'm testing out some variants of merch. And this is like one of three tote bags that I got printed, guys. Very exclusive. It will only be available to those in the UK unless you're willing to pay for international shipping fees and you really want that tote. How it will work is that, you know, I posted something on the Glow Up Syndrome Insta and all you guys have to do is tag a friend in the comments or multiple friends in the comments or share it in your story or do both. Sharing it in your story will get you more entries into the lottery that we're doing and the draw will be on september 1 so this giveaway is free to enter until august 31 i want to catch up with you guys really quick as well so i've just moved back to edinburgh where i am a student so as you know i was in cornell last year but that was my year abroad so now i'm officially back at the university of edinburgh to start my final fourth year of university it was weird getting back here but i don't want to dwell too much on this right now it was just weird getting back here and you know i had to deal with the memories from my last couple of years here before i went to my year abroad and it's really felt like i've had to embrace the fact that i'm really entering a new era i've gone in year abroad i'm an entirely new person and I want to talk about the epiphany of change because change is, is uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable right now, but it's something that I hold so valuable as well. And so we're moving on to talk about what does it mean to enter a new era and how to not just deal with, but actually embrace the change that comes along with it. So let's officially get into the episode. I've, I've kind of been jumping in and out of random facts, but entering a new era means segueing into a new version of yourself so i'm for example segueing into a new me by being back in edinburgh as an entirely different person than who i was a year and a half ago just getting a little bit more into the story of 
why this period of change is so significant and why I'm embracing it as my glow up era. A year and a half ago, I was so miserable in my life. I was doing everything for my CV. I was pushing myself to my breaking points and not thinking about the consequences. Frankly, I had a really bad mindset. I held really bad habits. My goals were great, but that's all they were. They were goals. They weren't things that I thought would actually benefit my life. I was feeding into the pressure that society was giving me. I was feeding into the world's expectations of people my age. I was thinking about career, thinking about education. And it's not bad to think about those things, but when you make those things your entire personality, that's where you start to get derailed. And I was definitely a little derailed in that, you know, if I got a bad grade, it completely defined who I was. If I didn't get an internship one particular summer, I was freaking out. I was like, I have no life purpose. I have, what am I doing with my life, right? And now I'm like, wow, not getting an internship means the world wants me to rest. I need this rest for myself. And it just gives me time to reap the fruits that I've sown previously, you know, like I've worked so hard to get to where I am today. And now I'm going to bask in it. I'm going to be happy with where I am in life. I'm going to sit here and enjoy the time I have with my family, with my friends, read my books, and really soak in the time for reflection that I've been given. It's interesting to think about a new era now because as soon as I got here, there were a lot of obstacles that I encountered. And when I was previously here, I used to think, you know, I didn't enjoy my experience here because I was like, Edinburgh's a bad city, the culture doesn't vibe with me, all these things went wrong. But now I look back and I'm like, maybe it was my mindset in dealing with the obstacles I was given because I did have obstacles as well when I was at Cornell. I did have to do an entire new transition and I still was super happy. And that's because I went to therapy for a couple months before moving there. I really worked hard at cultivating a positive life there. And that's what I got, right? So if I implement the same habits here, if I implement those positive mindsets, then I know that I can make this place a beautiful one just like Cornell was for me. So let's get into it a bit more. There's so much value in taking what was for me a bad experience my first two years of university. Having gone to a completely new environment, having the best year, frankly, of my life, and then coming back to that place where I, I do have bad memories and bringing that positive energy, bringing your positive mindset, your positive habits, bringing that into a new version of yourself. And, you know, this isn't going to be the experience that I had before. This year will be fucking amazing because I know how to make myself happy. I know how to take care of myself. So yeah, I want to talk about and get really into comparing what it takes to enter this new era. And for me, that means having had to change a lot of mindsets and habits in the past, for example, I will outline a couple. So in the past, I would push myself to the point of burnout. And now I know to save some energy for myself. I'm not going to get too much into this because I talked about this a lot in my first season. But people always use the metaphor of putting too much on your plate. But let's say your plate is full. Full as in you have all that sustenance, that energy to give. You're going to want to save some for yourself, obviously. 
And why wouldn't you do that? Like, it's just common sense. Like, why would you push yourself to starve? Why would you push yourself to be deprived of energy? Why would you push yourself to get burnt out? You need to put yourself first. For some reason, I just didn't know this before. It's something that is a bit too painfully obvious. But for some reason, a lot of us still struggle with this. And I think it's it's buried in the overwhelm of society. There's so much going on. You have an out-of-body experience and you forget that you need your self-care too. You need your alone time. You need you need your rest. You need your reflection. That's just one thing that I did that I am enforcing now. And another thing is that I used to be focused on the output over the process. Like I would be pushing myself to these extremes and getting burnt out because I was focused on the end goal. But they always say that it's the journey that matters, right? It's not necessarily where you end up. So I'd say embrace the discomfort within the journey. Let it shape you. That's what's truly beautiful. That's what's truly character building. That's what will make your life fulfilling is going through that journey and living fully in that journey, not losing yourself in just the end goal. Like you're going to end up being numb. You're going to end up losing motivation, losing sight of meaning in life. Focus on the now, basically. Another thing that I used to do is, (laughs) this is so random, but fully like dicks over chicks kind of mindset. And for example, let's say like I would go clubbing, right? You know, like if a guy doesn't like go up to you and ask for your number or, you know, just show any interest, then I'm like, oh, that was a boring night. That was a bad night. Now I look back and I'm like, wait, I have so many good friends around me. Why am I turning this moment into a negative one just because of a fucking guy when, oh my God, my friends mean so much to me. I need to recognize that they're the ones sticking by my side. They're the ones showing me a good time. They're the ones putting their energy out for me, frankly. Like, is that not all I need in life? And my friends make me so happy and I need to remember that. I need to stop numbing myself to that fact and I need to start living more in the moment in that sense as well. I don't want to take my friends for granted because they do bring me joy in my life and I don't want to lose that this year. Another thing that I used to do in the past is tell myself that the happiness would come later. It was always this this mindset of delayed gratification. So I used to be like, oh, if I work really hard now, I might be miserable. I might be going through the worst time, but it's going to be worth it. But no, it's not worth it, guys. What I'm doing now, what I'm the way I'm changing this mindset is to treat myself now. You know, you only live once. And so that's just what I tell myself every single day. I'm like, achieving this goal will not make me happier. So the happiness won't actually come later. Your happiness will come from the now. And this was very important for me because I know that, you know, it might be like a thing that's unique to myself, but I know that I am a very highly disciplined person. I don't just give in to impulses often. So for my type of personality, this mindset is more fitting. I would like to adapt my happy habits. I would like to go on my wellness walks, my hot girl walks. I would like to treat myself out for dinner. Why am I going to put my happiness on hold for something that may or may not 
actually be fulfilling this is a huge huge gamble like your happiness is so important why am i going to sacrifice that for a future happiness that you don't know will come from that particular outcome it's literally a risky game and are you willing to risk that happiness no embrace it in the moment the final thing i think i used to do before was give my time to everyone this is similar but still distinct from what i was talking about about pushing myself to burn out and having to save energy for myself this is different in the sense that that was more about energy this is more about time time i've learned over the past year is potentially even more valuable than money time is probably the most valuable thing i have why am i going to give my time to someone who doesn't respect it it's like throwing your money in the street to be trampled on it's like spending money aimlessly and just making yourself broke how do i explain the value of time like there are days i feel like 24 hours isn't even enough to do what i need to do what i want to do and you only have so many hours in a day like why would you give your time to people who don't value it one thing i want to get at after outlining all of these habits is what did i get out of changing them how did I let go of those and shape it into a better future for myself that I'm now this year going to embrace? I had to let go of what stood in my way in the same way that you should. So I was conscious of my mindset and my habits amidst this period of change. And as you know, I really made the effort to write down that list to figure out what was bad for me before and how I want to change it. You know, change is constant. You're always going to be dealing with change. And what you can do, what the value is in deciding to enter a new era is actually coming to grips with that change, embracing it, and using it to be productive with your growth. And I want to outline that, again, entering a new era is so different from simply going through some change in your life. Going through some change is a more passive action, whereas Entering a new era is you stepping into the intentionality, the responsibility of your future. You are taking control of your future. You are investing in it. You are turning it into a more promising, fulfilling future by changing those past negative mindsets and habits. And I also want to say that we're not just going to be dealing with change when we enter a new era. You are not expecting to enter this era and suddenly be different. No, you are entering it with the intent of pursuing lifelong healthy habits with the intent of becoming a better you over time. And other than change being constant, this just goes to prove that change is also gradual. It's something that you have to work at. It's something you have to be consistent at. You have to be consistent at embracing that change, I mean. And really running with the positive habits that you want to implement throughout that change. Also, embracing change comes with so many benefits. Let's see. Picture a bad moment in your past, like a difficult moment. How did you deal with it then? And how do you think you would deal with it now? So on my end, I used to be the hugest people pleaser. I was never comfortable with the prospect of say going on a night out you know like just going completely wild and now i know that i will just be like fuck no and have the most wholesome happy night we can't control what is around us but we can control ourselves 
And doesn't it feel good to know that you at least have that, that no matter what happens, you've got your own back. You are literally backed up by the strongest, most invested person you know, and that's yourself. Yes, life has ups and downs, but if you step back and look at the full picture, do you like where you are today compared to yesterday? Compared to last month, last year, 10 years ago, and that's why I asked you that question at the start, right? Because I want you to realize that if your answer is yes, then you might intuitively understand exactly what I'm attempting to say, that this is the beauty of life, the beauty of change. Life isn't this glib dark hole that reality wants to make you think it is. I personally gain so much joy from seeing the fruits of my inner work come to life. And if your answer is no, then I would say think about how you respond during periods of change. Is there anything you can do to embrace the good that can come from it? Or do you just dwell in it in a state of helplessness and hopelessness? Change is constant. Change is gradual. And now it is also empowering. What is the point of living a life where everything is monotonous and drab and predictable all the time? What is the point of being given 80 or so years to live when every day is the same? There is literally no point. You are wasting the value of the life you're given if you're approaching life that way. I also want to say then that change is what makes life worth living. So remember that change is constant, change is gradual, change is empowering, and change is what makes life worth living. And that is what brings me to talk about the epiphany of change. Change is so beautiful in that it forces you to live in the present moment. Despite how much you may want to look ahead, to anticipate all of your obstacles and dilemmas, life teaches us that amidst the reality of having no control, we can at least dictate our inner environment, our inner state, and therefore take back the reins from helplessness, from hopelessness. Simply put, reality deludes us into thinking that we have zero control. But when we start living intentionally, positively, fully in the moment, and when we embrace change as it comes, we realize that we actually have all of the control we ever need. And that's where I want to end this episode. I figure that this would be the perfect topic to discuss as we enter season two of the pod, as everyone begins a new school year, as everyone as everyone steps into fall for one. I mean, with every season comes change, right? So thank you so much for listening. One thing I will ask is for you to if you could, please rate the pod. It would mean so much. I know there are so many of you guys listening out there and every single rating helps. You can also reach me at Glow Syndrome on Instagram or at underscore Michaela Dizon. I will obviously plug these into the show notes. You can just click them and it'll redirect you. Finally, let me know what you want to hear as we progress through the season. Social media is the best way to do so, which is why I plugged everything. And to get you guys hyped up for the next couple episodes we have so 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 many fun guests coming on this season so just keep an eye out to find out who and don't don't forget to enter the giveaway because guys it's a whole bag of free wellness merch like come on thank you so much again have a nice rest of your summer actually 